Praise the Lord. We're so happy to be coming to you one more time from Impact Fellowship. God is faithful and he has given Pastor Tony a word for us to grow us. Here we grow again. So I invite you to be prayerful and attentive as you hear what God is saying to his people. Hey, good morning, good morning, everybody. Grace and peace unto you. I am Pastor Tony Jones and I am the pastor here at Impact Fellowship. We welcome all of you in today, Sunday, July the 10th, 2022. We thank God for what he's going to do here today in this place, in all of us. God has a, has a plan and a purpose for all of our lives. Bless God today. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 We bless Hallelujah. you, Lord. You're worthy, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. We thank you, thank you, God. Grace and peace unto all of you today. We thank God for you. Mm -hmm. um, I, I like that we are moving with just giving thanks to God. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I, I, I want to give a, a thanks also. I want to thank God for our parents um, who are watching us uh, right Jesus. now. Uh, Rose Wallace, thank, thank you. you Deborah and Owen Jones, thank, thank you. Adele Pointer, thank you. Thank we you thank Jesus. God for our family. And it, it's something about being able to give honor to your parents, which is biblical. Um, you want to be able to be a blessing and to bless your parents mm -hmm. while you still have them. Mm -hmm. There are many who don't have their parents any longer mm -hmm. who wish that they could bless them. So I am very Thank thankful you. for our parents. Um, I am thankful for all of you, all of the, this, this church body, this Impact Fellowship uh, 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 group. I thank God for you. Um, you know, recently we've been talking about a, a, a few different things, but I want to share something uh, with you on, on a personal side. Um, last week, or was it two weeks ago, I went axe throwing um, to celebrate my, my, son's Aaron, my, my son Aaron's birthday. Um, and the first time I, I threw the axe, um, I hurt my hand. Um, and it turns out, I went to the doctor um, a few days later, it turns out I tore a ligament in my hand. Um, and so because of that, uh, the uh, doctor that I saw, he says, listen, you need to see a hand specialist um, in order to, to go further in, in your treatment. Um, the reason why I'm sharing this with you is that I want you to believe God with me. Um, I don't want to go through surgery. Um one, because of the uh, time, um, but I want the will of the Lord concerning this issue. Does that make sense? So we're going to pray together. We're going to join our faith together uh, for pastor. That's right. Your pastor needs some, some, needs some prayer here. Um, and we thank God for the healing of the hand. And I thank God for what, whatever he decides to do. Somebody say, not my will, but thy will be done. And I, I thank God for that. So we're going to believe God um, for a, uh, an outcome that's going to be a blessing to him. All righty. Come on, turn with me to the book of James. James, the first chapter, and we're going to begin around verse number two. James, the first chapter, beginning at verse number two. And it, and it reads, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith 
produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Hallelujah. I just want to preach from the uh, title that says, Counting It All Joy. Counting it all joy. And I just want to um, I'm give a, a subtitle that says, it's time to grow in the power of maturity. It's time to grow in the power of maturity. Hallelujah. See, human desires to have in every aspect of our life be smooth. Without trials, tribulations, hard times, disappointments, and sadness. Watch this. Too often, we see trials in a negative light, or we assume that there is no way that joy can exist in the midst of a trial. So often, we consider the hard times as God's curse upon us or his punishment for sin, rather than what, what they really are, are the opportunities to joyfully mature into Christ's likeness. Can I say that again? Rather, it's the opportunities to joyfully mature into Christ's likeness. So, under, so understanding that in this verse, what stands out to me is the grace God, the, the grace of God in five specific areas. Let's look at the, what the King James Version says. The King James Version says, My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse uh, temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Now, the English Standard Version says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect that ye may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So why, Pastor, why did you read uh, the same scripture to us in three different uh, versions? Because I want to capture um, from all these different versions the many different aspects, and specifically five areas. Okay. Patience, steadfastness which equals endurance, perfect work, or full effect. This is hope. Uh, you may be perfected, or spiritual maturity, being complete, or in its entirety, and wanting, and or lacking nothing. We're going to get right into these five. When you understand these five things and how they present the grace of God, then you will be able to count it all joy when you when you meet trials of various kinds, or when you meet trials of, 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 of different uh, of strengths, or when you meet trials of different uh, breeds, glory to God. Why is this important? Because what it will do, it will unlock various areas of your life that there needs to be maturity. Somebody say maturity. Maturity. Maturity in Christ is very important. You know, there are sometimes we we get caught up just in the moment and we just think, um, uh, oh, oh, there it is. Thank you, Lord. You know how sometimes um, children can be very dramatic 
when you're like, okay, it's time to go to, to the doctor. It's like, oh, I don't want to go. And they begin to fall all out. Well, sometimes those things are still in us. And when issues come up, we find ourselves um, just throwing ourselves about because uh, a, an issue or a trial or an obstacle has happened before us. Let me give you a, a, a definition. Power is the ability to do something or, or an act into a particular way, especially as a faculty or a quality, the ability to influence other people. Glory to God. That was, that's what power means. And remember, we talked the, uh, about the, the power of maturing um, into Christ-likeness. See, you have the power, you have the strength in the maturity, uh, in the maturing process. Understand, understand that the joy is a state of mind. Somebody say a state of mind. Stand joy up. is a state of mind. It is not a feeling of happiness. <clears throat> Can I say that one more time? Joy is not a feeling of happiness. Happiness is predicated on an, on outside factors. I'll give you an example. If it's raining, then you may not feel so happy. If, if, if your team loses, hallelujah, a, a game, you might not feel so happy. Mm -hmm. If the doctor said, okay, um, yes, you tested positive for COVID, you will not feel very happy. Mm -hmm. However, joy is peaceful confidence mm -hmm. in knowing God's good and perfect will is being carried out as a result of whatever trial you are going through. Hallelujah. Okay, now I, I feel it got, got quieted in the spirit there, but we're going to go a little bit further. This can be hard to understand at first, but let's try to open this up just a little bit more. Uh, let's break down those, those five areas that we talked about. Um, patience equals steadfastness or equals um, endurance. Uh, uh, patience and steadfastness does not mean passive tolerance, but active perseverance and endurance. This requires subjection to present condition and abiding contendently uh, in adversity situation or adverse situations. Watch this. Uh, Paul says it this way in uh, Philippians, the fourth chapter, uh, around verse 11. He says, not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. Paul is letting us know that, listen, um, there's going to be various stages um, that you're going to go through. There's going to be times, hallelujah, where you have money in your pocket. Glory to God. But there's also going to be times where you won't have any money in your pocket. Watch this. Have you ever had a situation in your life that you had no money in your pocket, but all your bills were paid? Hallelujah. You had no money in your pocket, but you had food to eat. Glory to God. That's what Paul is saying. Paul is saying, no matter what condition I find myself in, I have lear I've learned how to be content. Hallelujah. Only when we finally accept the trial and stop fighting against it, it will uh, produce patience or it will produce perfection in our life. Steadfastness is a compound word meaning to stay, abide, 
or remain. Glory to God. In other words, sometimes when we get in a situation, we want to get out of there so fast. It's like, oh, what, what do you mean? Um, I have a, a job walk? Oh, God, you got to get me out of this. I, I, I can't go through this thing. God is perfecting something in your trial. He's perfecting something in your circumstance. And because he is doing it in you, glory to God, that there is going to be a maturing that comes out of it. Watch this. Um, picture someone carrying a, a, a heavy load for a long time. See, in, but endurance is not even God's ultimate goal. Watch this. His bigger purpose is that the steadfastness will have its full effect by moving you towards completion, maturity in Christ. Romans, the 8th chapter, around the 28th verse, it says, and we, and we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God and to them who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, here it comes, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Glory to God. In other words, God is taking you through the, 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 these situations so that you can become Christ-like. Hallelujah. Number two, uh, uh, perfect work or full effect, um, and this is hope. After we undergo our trials, again and again, and find God being there with us no matter what, and still working, here it comes, in our lives, we have an, accept, an expectation, there's that word, an expectation of hope, that, that all will be well no matter the trial, and so, watch this, and so we are more patient when the next trial comes along, glory to God. In other words, God will use that one situation to prepare you for what's coming. It's the, it's the maturity. Understand this, beloved, that the things that you are going through, hallelujah, have a shelf life. There's an expiration date assigned to that very trial. There's an expiration date assigned to that very tribulation. Glory to God. Because, hallelujah, these things are meant to perfect you. Somebody say, count it all joy. Watch this. Since he brought me through it that that and, and never left me, hallelujah, here it comes. I know and I have this hope that he will do the same thing yes. that he did before. Somebody say, he did it before. He did it before. He'll do it again. He'll do it again. Hallelujah. Number three, you may be perfect or spiritual maturity. Yes. Spiritual maturity is not tossed to and fro. Uh, can, can I give you an, an example of being tossed to and fro? That, that's such a, a, a church word. Uh, being, being tossed to and fro is, is a, a, a mindset. And sometimes it comes out in this form. I am going through something where I recognize an obstacle that's familiar. Hallelujah. Sometimes we might go through the same thing again. Mm. We might go through the same thing again, but watch this. Here is uh, an immature response. Oh, Lord, here we go again. Oh, Lord, I don't believe this. I thought I was past it. This is a response that is that shows immaturity. Mm. Sometimes 
we, we, we understand, there it is, thank you, Lord. Sometimes we understand that those things that are very faddish in the terms of the way that we speak, mm -hmm. hallelujah, is opening up a door of immaturity in our spiritual life. Yeah. Glory to God. Sometimes we say things like, oh, Lord, here he come again. Oh, here she go. It's, hmm, it's, it's, it's opening up that door for me to stay in that spiritual infancy. There it is. That spiritual infancy that is lacking growth for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Remember, the goal is to be Christ-like. Yes. Hallelujah. Number four, being complete. Um, having no deficiencies to express the final and entire attainment of what is treated, leaving nothing beyond to be desired or hoped for. In other words, you have now been made complete. Hallelujah. No matter what's coming, you know that God's got you. No matter what you hear, no matter what you, you see, you know that God is in control. Glory to God. And that's how you can say, how you can count it all joy. Because you understand that, one, this has an expiration. Two, this is going to grow me further in God. And then, three, I'm going to be complete no matter what. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Lacking nothing. Yes. There is no intent that we should be free from care but rather that our whole lives be without fault or flaw, a perfect sacrifice as it were offered up to God. Can I go um, uh, a little bit further here? When you start talking about uh, uh, being perfect and lacking nothing, we, <clears throat> we set ourselves up by saying things like this, and you know where I'm about to go. We say that no man is perfect. <clears throat> No man is perfect is true to a certain degree. What are you talking about, preacher? Because man don't look to be perfected. Man looks to stay in imperfection so that he can keep repeating the same mistakes over and over again. Because in order to get to that, that place of perfection means I have to endure and trust God. Hallelujah. In order to get to that place of perfection, I have to know that my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. In order to get to that place of perfection, I have to mm, want to change. But instead, I see an obstacle in front of me, and I say, no man is perfect. So I sit right there and let that that situation and let that circumstance just have its way with me. God is trying to get us something. Count it all joy. Mm, let's go a little bit further. Now, to count it all joy, what does this mean? Or rather, what, what is God trying to say here? It does not refer to being happy about the trial of itself, nor does it deny you the ability uh, or the right to grieve. Mm. It is not at all saying that no matter how painful your loss is or how hurtful your trial has become, that you need to just put on a happy face. Glory to God. Watch this. Never let anyone see how much you are hurting. Mm. Somebody say, no, that's not true. No, that's not true. True joy is not a spiritual mask. Can I say that one more time? True joy is not a spiritual mask. Yeah. That when we put on, that we put on trying to make people believe that we are so holy that things don't bother us. Right. That's not it. Uh, what does James mean when he's saying count it all joy? First, 
Count it all joy is a divine command which calls for a certain attitude and mindset. It's not saying that you uh, it's not saying that you have to deny the reality of your sorrow. Trials are hard. <laughs> Can I say that one more time? Trials are hard. Loss hurts. <laughs> Sadness and grief are a part of life, and many times life is painful. Yes. Watch this. But the trying of your faith is designed for your growth, not for your failure. Mm -hmm. Can I say that one more time? The trying of your faith is designed for your growth, not for your failure. Mm. Hallelujah. I just got to pause here for a second. When we go through things, many times, hallelujah, it's not, it's not that God has, has, has set you up. For anything, no, that's not it. It's not that 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 the your 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 neighbor is just jealous of you. That's not it. God allows certain things to happen because He understands. Okay, this is a, a great opportunity for me to um uh, uh, grow my uh, a child. This is a great opportunity for for uh, my a daughter or my son to grow in me. Understand this is that without the Mm, there it is. With without the uh, a breaking of some areas, there can't be growth. Remember, growing is a violent process. When you put a seed into to the ground, the seed has to crack and then push forth. See, there's something about when when a seed grows, it goes from the bottom and the top. Glory to God. There is movement and then there's growth. There's a stretching that has to happen to the seed. Many times the situation God will use, um, um, God will use that we're in to grow us. He's going to stretch us and he's going to cause those things to bring about spiritual maturity. <laughs> Jesus said it, the, uh, said it best and show spiritual maturity um, when, in the, when he was in the garden of Gethsemane. There it is. He said this thing. He says, Father, let this cup pass by me. But here it comes. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. See, when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, this was right before, hallelujah, um, he knew that the crucifixion was coming. He knew that there was had to be a death and a tearing of his skin, hallelujah, for us. And his the man... Uh, uh, the fleshly man um, that he was, he didn't want to go through that process. But here comes the spiritual maturity. He says, Lord, you know, if it's possible, let this cup pass by me. But here it comes. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. That takes spiritual maturity to be able to say, not my will, but thy will be done. He pursued the joy of what he was facing. <clears throat> Watch this. Hebrews, the 12th chapter, uh, around verse number two. It says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Mm. He endured this so that he could get to that place that he was supposed to be. Somebody said the right hand. The right hand. He was supposed to be on the right hand of God, but he had to endure mm, 
in order to get there. The second word, count, uh, the second word count, it is a financial term, and it means to evaluate. We must evaluate the way we look at trials and strife to view trials from God's point of view, not my will, but your will be done. Understand this, that trials are part of the Christian experience. I'll say it one more time. Trials are a part of the Christian experience. Jesus told his disciples in John, the 16th chapter, uh, he says, in this world, you will have trouble. Glory to God. Let me just stop here. He's letting us all know that, listen, beloved, as long as we are here, there's going to be trouble. Hallelujah. There's going to be misunderstanding. There's going to be hurt feelings. Glory to God. There's going to be hurt bodies. Hallelujah. There's going to be issues. Hallelujah. There's going to be situations. You know, as long as we are here in this world, you will have trouble. But you know what? I, I, I like where he was going um, because he's letting us know that one, he overcame all of this. And just like him, we will do the same. We must be prepared and not caught off guard when a trial comes up. Mm. Can I say that one more time? We must be prepared and not caught off guard. Hallelujah. Understand this, beloved, that as long as we are here on earth, where there's going to be a trial. So we can't act like, uh, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. Why not? God lets you know that there's going to be some things. There's going to be a lot of some things. But understand this, beloved, you are not without hope. You are not without backup. Hallelujah. You are not without power. You are not without authority. You have everything that you need. Hallelujah. And and God has provided every, hallelujah, tool that you'll need to get out of it. Watch this. 1 Peter, the fourth chapter. He says this. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you, mm-hmm. but rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's suffering, Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Mm-hmm. Understand this, that there is a method to this. Understand this, there's a purpose to this. Yes. Understand this, that although we're going through, there is a, a great reward for all of us on the other side. See, the purpose is defined as the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Watch this. To have as one's intention or objective and in an aim, design, or intended effect. Trials are like training exercises for athletes. They build endurance and stamina. Hallelujah. The athlete looks forward to, to the physical and mental challenges because of the benefits that follow. If we were to walk through life on an on easy street or never face hardship, our Christian character would remain untested and underdeveloped. It would remain untested and underdeveloped. I think last week I gave you an example of someone 
who would endure uh, um, going through medical school for four years and never see a patient, hallelujah, never being able to test out the theories, never being able to uh, uh, test out the skill set that they had uh, 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 gained through the four years of instruction, hallelujah. But God's uh, uh, desire is for us to be complete, not lacking anything. So in order to get there, just like an athlete, we're going to have to uh, uh, exercise. We're going to have to train. We're going to have to uh, uh, endure some things so that we can become spiritual, uh, 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 spiritually mature. One thing that nobody wants to do, and, and, and some of my uh, grandparents who are out there could, could, could uh, attest to this, nobody wants to sit in a house full of babies. Because what happens with the a church if we have a church full of babies, you stop being able to develop. You can't bring in new babies because you still have other babies there. There has to be a graduation. There has to be a ceremony. There has to be a, a, a moving up and a moving on in order to bring in what's coming behind you. Hallelujah. I, I remember this one song. The song was, uh, went something like this. It said, through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus, and I've learned to trust in God. Mm -hmm. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to depend upon his word. Right. What, what, what are we talking about? The songwriter was trying to, to tell us is that, listen, every issue that you went through mm -hmm. taught you how to trust God. Yeah. Every circumstance that you went through taught you how to, to lean That's on right. the Lord. Every situation, every problem you face taught you to go to the word of God for the answer. God is trying to get something to us. Some of us are resisting uh, uh, maturity so that we can stay in the infancy stage. Hallelujah. I'm just going to park right here for a second. We are resisting um, growing um, because um, I want to still be able to, to claim ignorance of not knowing. Hallelujah. You know, I, I think about uh, uh, this. Um, my mother, when um, she was in Bible school, wow, I was, uh, I was still in elementary school. She was in Bible school, and, and she was studying one, one night. And mom, you might remember this. Um, she was learning uh, Psalms, the uh, 23rd chapter, and, and I, I guess she was using me as a, a, a tester. Glory to God. Okay. Well, guess what? As she was using me to help her, I ended up learning the scriptures myself. Right. Glory to God. And now to this day, I can recite verbatim, glory to God, Psalms, the 23rd chapter. I knew how to recite Psalms, the 23rd chapter, before I was saved. Hallelujah. Well, well now, Pastor, you're just showing off. No, I'm not. I want to show you this, that even in a sinful state, I knew the word of God. Glory to God. And because of that, um, I don't want you to become confident that um, the devil don't know the word of God. <clears throat> Understand this, is that in order to get to the next phase, you know, you have to want to mature in God. You have to want to go to the next level. If not, you're going to be beat up every time there's a, a new trial. You're going to be tossed to and fro every time there's a new situation. Somebody say spiritual maturity. Spiritual maturity. Hallelujah. I, I, I just want to uh, um, uh, uh, take you to something here. Um, here we see in Genesis 
um, that there is a man named Joseph, glory to God. Joseph was one who was gifted. He was one that was anointed, glory to God. And what Joseph went through from the time he was a boy to where he uh, was a, a, a grown adult was a vast trial. It was vast tribulations. Uh, um, Joseph was, was thrown in prison, glory to God. Joseph was accused of things. He was lied on, glory to God. But guess what, beloved? Through it all, um, Joseph uh, trusted God. Through it all, uh, Joseph endured the, the pain of his situation. But listen here, hallelujah. This is the part I like. While Joseph was yet going through, God was with him, glory to God. Joseph was prosperous while he was in a hole in the ground that somebody set him up to die in. God blessed him in the hole. Joseph was sent to prison, accused of a crime he did not commit, glory to God. But while he was yet in prison, glory to God, God blessed him while he was there. So his, his surroundings might not have been what he wanted it to be, hallelujah. The conditions might not have been what he wanted, but through it all, he was blessed in the very place that he was in. Hallelujah. What are you talking about, preacher? I'm saying this, that those things that you are going through right now, God is trying to, hallelujah, bless you while you are yet going through. But in addition to wanting to bless you, he wants to mature you, hallelujah, so that you can stand up like, okay, God, we're just going to go through this thing together. Glory to God. That's right. Mm -hmm. Why not me? Hallelujah. Sometimes people say, why me? Glory to God. I'm going to say, well, why not me? Glory to God. When I hurt my hand uh, uh, two weeks ago, um, it's the funny thing. I threw the axe for the first time and I felt the tear instantly. There was a sharp pain in my hand. Glory to God. I didn't cry out, why me? Glory to God. I'm like, why not me? Yeah, hallelujah. This is another thing that God's going to get the glory for. Right. But just like Joseph in all of those things, hallelujah, hallelujah, he was blessed. In fact, he says this to his brothers. He says, listen, brothers, um, what you intended to harm me, um, God intended it for my good to accomplish what is now being done, and that is the saving of many lives. Hallelujah. Because of what Joseph went through from the time that he was a young boy to the time that he was placed second in command over Egypt, glory to God, was to save many. God is trying to grow you up. I remember as a boy, sometimes when, um, you know, your, your parents get, get mad at you because you, you're doing something that um, you should be past this stage. And they'll say something like, you need to grow up, you know. And what, the, what, what, the, what they were trying to say is like, listen, you're too old to have the same behaviors as you did when you were a child. It's time for spiritual maturity. God is trying to get something to us. Hallelujah. Because he wants to do something through you. There is no timeline as to how long a trial may last. However, as we endure the trials and continue to follow God, we are letting patience have its perfect work in us, which will ultimately lead to eternal perfection. Somebody say eternal perfection. Eternal perfection. Someone may be saying, okay, pastor, well, how do we do this? 
First, remember, as I mentioned earlier, endurance is not a passive but an active response. Yes. You can't just sit by and say, woe is me, right. but you must, hallelujah, remember that as we go through trials, we need to strive to live the same way during times of persecution and, of, and affliction as we do during times of peace. Hallelujah. Let me just let me just say this here. You know, there, there's a, a big difference when, when you sit where I sit as the leader of this, this church. You often see when people go through. Hallelujah. They normally sit in the front row, but when they go through, they seem to sit in the back. They normally come in at 11 p.m. on the dock, but now they come, 11 a.m., thank you. They now come in at 11.30, glory to God. You know, there is a, a, a reason for the for the struggle. And, and, guess, and I understand this, beloved, is that God, we're not hating on you, or God is not hating on you. He's just trying to tell you that, listen... You can endure this much easier if you do this. Yes. We need to ask God for wisdom. James, the, the first chapter around verse 5, it says, If any of you lack wisdom, yes. let him ask God that giveth to all men. Somebody say all men. All men. Liberally. So in other words, God has so much wisdom yes. that he gives liberally yes. to all who does what? Ask. Can I just um, I'll tell you something? We do this thing as, as humans that we do a passive-aggressive thing. We don't ask for anything. We kind of lay our situation out there and wait for somebody to pick it up. That way, we have um, uh, a deniability of needing to say thank you. Because I didn't ask for anything. I just kind of laid out my uh, a situation. Watch this. You know... Uh, we haven't had anything to eat around here for about two weeks or so. Hmm. Yeah. Boy, that, that's just that's just odd, isn't it? Isn't that odd? You see what just happened there? I just told you I haven't had anything to eat for weeks, and so that is to ignite something in you to want to give to me to eat. Watch this, because I didn't ask you for it. Hallelujah! I can reject what you get. Oh well, I don't eat that. And why would you give me that? I didn't ask for that. But we do things um, because, hallelujah, one, we see a need. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes when, when you see a need, please be a blessing. But watch um, for, for people who don't ask. We can't make projects out of everybody. Come on, we got to move on. We need to trust God even though we can't trace him. And remember, as, as Job said, but and he said this in Job, the 23rd chapter. He said this, but he knows the way that I take. When he has tried me, I shall come forth as pure gold. Glory to God. These are the things that God is trying to get to us. There is an understanding that we have to endure these trials so that God can grow us up. Come on, let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing and what you are saying to us in this hour, in this situation, in this circumstance, Lord God. Father, I thank you for maturing us. I thank you, Lord God, for us, ah, there it is, for us not yelling and complaining at people. But Lord, I thank you for changing my heart and my mind. Lord, we believe you for all things and all things. We say thank you, Lord. You're a good God. 
You do all things well. You don't make mistakes, Lord God. So, Father, I thank you for perfecting these, your people. I thank you, Lord God, for healing. I thank you, Lord God, for delivering. I thank you, Lord God, for doing the miraculous in our lives. We trust you and we believe you. In Jesus' name we pray. Glory. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. We are thankful to God for that word, and we invite you to give um, as an act of your worship, give tithing, give offering to um, our cash app, dollar sign impact fellowship. You can be blessed. You can also mail in an offering to um, to bless impact fellowship P.O. Box 43 in Middletown, PA 17057. We'd love to hear from you, myimpactfellowship at gmail.com. You can connect with us on um, Instagram and Facebook at Impact PSH. We also invite you to follow us um, continually. Hear this word again. It's on our podcast on anchor.fm forward slash Impact Fellowship and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Impact Fellowship. Connect with us on our website, www.impactpsh.com. We'd love to hear from you and you will be blessed. Amen. Amen. Whew. Count it all joy. Count it all joy when we go, when we fall into various trials, tribulations, circumstances, issues. God is maturing us. He's showing us how to, how to get through these things and get through these things together. Listen, beloved, last, last thing I want to leave with you is that when you come into a situation that involves other people, sometimes the trial or the tribulation involves somebody doing something or saying something against you. It is uh, the, the human nature to want to go right to that source and get them told or get them right. Hallelujah. Resist that. And specifically within your family. Oh, you're going there. I'm talking about your brothers. I'm talking about your sisters. I'm talking about your cousins. Um, all of that. There is a, a thing in us that want to get people right. But God is trying to get us right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Most of the time, we can't change things in people, one, without a relationship, but God is the only one who can change them. Your words are not going to have that kind of impact. But your words to God will do it. The scripture that we talked about in James where it says that God gives wisdom liberally, but we will never ask for wisdom. Something that, that God gave me. How much time do I have? I have enough time for seven. Okay. Something that God gave me while I was getting dressed is that we often seek wisdom from people who are not wise. Can I give you an example? And this is an extreme example. Um, somebody's having trouble in, in their relationship. So somebody would say, you need to see Rufus. Rufus know all about relationships. He's been married seven times. And he's by himself now. Now, this is not a, a dig on Rufus, but Rufus has been, been, been married seven times and is, no, and, and is now single. Rufus may not be the one you want to go to for relationship advice. Can I go, can I go a little bit further? Somebody has um, a, a, a desire to open up a business. They say, you need to see Stella. Stella has opened seven businesses, but they've all closed 
but she opened seven businesses. Stella wouldn't be the the, the, the place I would go to for wisdom on how to maintain a business, mm -hmm. but Stella knows how to open one. Mm -hmm. The difference, the, the, there's a difference there. Mm -hmm. um, because one, there's an a, a anointing to be a business owner. I'm talking about Stella. There's an anointing to be a business owner, mm -hmm. but Stella won't change in order to be a successful mm -hmm. business owner. We have to watch where we're getting wisdom from. But remember, the scripture says, um, ask God for wisdom, and this is what he gives liberally. I mean, he just gives it out. If you ask, one last thing to tie together. The scripture says, you have not because you ask not. In other words, you've been wanting things, but we're so used to just laying things out there and waiting for God to pick it up, and he's not. Because he's waiting for you to ask and then ask specifically. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. God is trying to get something to this. And he's trying to grow you. Hallelujah. He's yes. trying to mature you in him so that you can be complete and perfect, lacking nothing. God bless you. We wish grace and peace upon you this week on your lives. And as we say here at Impact Fellowship, have a great week in God. On purpose. God bless you. We thank God for that word. Count it all joy. It's time to grow in the power of spiritual maturity. The Apostle Paul said that I reckon that the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed. While God is trying to grow us and stretch us so that we can grow and be like him, as Pastor said, like Christ. We can then also help someone else to grow and be like Christ too. So I invite you to hear this word of God, pray on it, read those scriptures that Pastor uh, shared, uh, shared, shared before, read them again to get all that God has for you so that you too can be entire, complete, lacking nothing. God bless you.